Hi, I'm Leslie Dolphin and welcome to the latest podcast from Suffolk Money, supported by Kingsfleet. The focus for us this time is the charity Emmaus Suffolk, who help people who are vulnerable, isolated in society and at risk of being homeless. My colleague Colin Lowe has been to meet the charity's chief executive, Claire Stadden, at their community hub in Ipswich to find out more about the support they offer. Claire, it's so good to be able to talk to you in a very active location, a great place. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you like the Royal Oak on Felix Road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> As I was saying to you, and I'm sure people say to you this all the time, but I've driven past this lots of times. Hands up, I didn't know it was here. No, well, it's a beautiful building, and we have. Um, I'm disappointed that you've said that because we sorry. have we have painted it lime green, yeah. especially so that everybody can say that they didn't miss it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's right on the corner, Derby Road and Felix Road, very busy junction. Lots yes, of stuff going on outside. Yeah, it's a great parade of shops as well, um, and we've got the co-op and Aldi up the road as well. So free parking there, and we've got a small car park here, so you can yeah. walk, bike, bus or drive yeah, to come yeah, and find absolutely. us. <laughs> now we have got uh, some singing going on in the background. We ought to probably just explain what that's all about. Well, Mayor Suffolk is a local independent charity and we do a lot of outreach hubs that are all free to attend. And one of the favourites that we have at the Royal Oak is the Singing For Your Soul group. We're um, run by, um, I can't remember the name of the person, so you'll have to bear with me. Um, <laughs> Andy from Suffolk Soul Singers, Great. and um, she she comes in, and anybody can come along and have a sing along, and people choose the songs, and it's a really lovely way of getting out of your house, meeting new people, and doing something fun. It does sound fun, I have to admit. No one's <laughs> taking it overly seriously. No, 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 it's absolutely not. For, the, <laughs> for, the, for, the, for those that of us that think that we can sing, it's it's um, it may not be as tuneful as you'd like it. But um, that, that's not the point. Matter. It's the point of doing it, participating. We've got yeah. people that um, are carers with dementia sufferers and actually singing for dementia sufferers is really good. We've got um, people with um, children with complex needs and also all, all manner of people come along and it's all about just getting involved yeah, and amazing. it doesn't matter how you sound. Yeah. Um, even I sing and I do not sing. <laughs> It seems very welcoming and very uh, friendly. So that's just one of the activities you have there. This place is full of all sorts of different things. Yeah, so the Royal Oaks are community cafe first and foremost. So we offer a really lovely range of well-priced meals, all freshly cooked um, to order. And we offer a one-pot wonder as long as a house special of £5. So you can feed your family for a fiver at the Royal Oak. Um, so, you know, we, we're trying to reach people that are looking for something to do, mm. something to, to, to get out of the four walls, mm. not just um, participate in community activities, but actually feed themselves well. I have to say I had the fish pie yesterday and I couldn't eat for the rest of the day. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, that's one of my favourites. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, no, it's a superb menu, just looking at what's, what's available to yeah, so we're Yeah, and we're really proud of it. So we know that people are feeling the pinch, and the whole principle about Emmaus is reaching the most vulnerable and poorest in society, but not to feel that that's you. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. So, you know, we don't, we're not, we're unapologetically joyful mm. in the fact that actually anybody can come here. Mm. It's a welcome, warm welcome for anybody, mm. and it doesn't matter your circumstances, whether you're... 
um, a prince or a pauper, we want you to come along and enjoy the benefits that we can offer you. And if you want to put a little bit extra in the pot, you can. But if you really can't afford to, please just take what's available for the price that it is. So just sort of on a practical level, what are the opening hours? When are you open? Because there might be people who wander past and think, oh, I just wonder well, when I can pop in. So Christmas, we're opening. We're open Tuesday to Saturday, ten till four, um, and the kitchens open Wednesday to Saturday. But on Tuesdays, we do over the bar paninis and bacon oh, sandwiches, that. which are pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah. Um, so there's always something to eat, and there's yeah. a, always a warm welcome. And we do coffee and cake, and we use local suppliers. So. Fantastic. A lot of the things behind the bar are made by local suppliers in, in cottage industries. Right. Um, so we, we, where we can, we work with Suffolk people. Great. Great. So again, you're sustaining employment within... Yeah, so it's all about looking after can. the community, really. Yeah. It's about making sure that people feel that this is a place to be and that they can be proud of the area they live in and, and uh, that they're welcome here. So before we switched on the recording, uh, we had a bit of a chat about the purpose of Emmaus, and the word community came up many times in yes. what you said. And it obviously is the core of what you do, and it's what you're all about. Yeah, because there's a lot of comments about how fragmented and distant communities are becoming, and that might be true, but there's lots of easy interventions that you can do to make a difference. And one of the purposes of um, all our sites, so we've got four in um, Ipswich and Felix Day, the shops and community spaces to ensure that actually you might just pop in to see whether you can get a bargain of a new top or a pair of trousers, but you see what's going on and you go, oh, well, I've got five minutes, why don't they have a coffee or yeah. why don't I join in? So it's not that you've been looking to join in but suddenly there's a warm welcome that you can yeah. and we want to make sure that people feel that they've got somewhere to come even when they've got nothing else to do. So we've talked about the food and drinks and other things but obviously clothing and the shop. It's really important as a fundamental principle of Emmaus as a charity, certainly um, for Emmaus Suffolk, we're a local independent charity, we don't get any statutory funding. We are very proud of the fact that more than 50% of our income is generated through our own enterprises. And as I was saying to you earlier, I'd really like to get to about 80%. So our enterprises are about ethical employment, sustainable living and improving both our environment and our community. So we've got four retail shops, including a furniture emporium in Car Street in Ipswich, um, but also we do a house clearance business. So if you've got um, the need to have a house cleared, um, we would be delighted to work with you. Um, it's a paid for service. We're unapologetically charging mm -hmm. for things so that that means that it gives us the surplus to actually deliver more outreach for people that need us. Right. So that's the thing, isn't it? There are things that you charge for as Absolutely. a means of generating income. Yes. Rather than being reliant on grants. Yeah, because I don't want to keep putting my hand out yeah. for you to help me out. I want to be able to um, enable us to help ourselves to, and us to help others. And I think that was one of the other conversations that we had earlier was about the aspect of those who engage as volunteers or supporters. If you often come away with a benefit from engaging in the community as well. Yeah, well, it's the fundamental principle of um, helping others to help yourself. So what, we, what we're all very aware of is we love giving gifts because we feel good about ourselves when we do it. It's lovely to see the joy on somebody else's face when they receive that gift. But the gift doesn't have to be physical, mm. and it certainly doesn't need to be cash. It's actually being present, it's actually giving somebody your time, mm. 
listening to somebody. Listening's a great skill, mm. and not, and it's something that we're very good at talking, but we're not always very good at listening, yeah, are we? Yeah, no, very true. And being present with people, just sitting next to me, being neighbourly with somebody, it can be the huge gift. And a lot of our volunteers come because they want to help, but also they've got their own needs that they need mm. help with. Mm. And we're, we're really grateful for all our volunteers and we're always looking for more volunteers um, because helping others helps us and we can't do this without the people around us. Is there a change in society or has there been a change in society that, that means that Emmaus needs to exist? Were, were things different before? Um, I think there's 30 in the UK and, um, and they've... Mayus in Cambridge was the first and it's been here for more than 30 years and their focus very much was around homelessness but 30 years is a long time in society isn't it and yes there is still a homeless problem but actually in Ipswich and Felixstowe that's well furnished by um, the borough councils and specific crisis services that work with people on the street where we fit and the work that we needed to do is around meaningful activity, about enabling people to feel part of their community, enrich their community around them. And that's that work, I think, is unfortunately we need more and more. Post-COVID, yeah. we're all struggling yeah. with our mental health, aren't we? We're all struggling with isolation. It's easy to stay at home when before we might have been going out a bit yeah. more. Yeah. And we've got to be able to find routes to give people places to be mm. that give them a safe place, mm. Mm. but also means that they can feel purposeful and adding value. Yeah. And actually, it's amazing that I think one thing that has recovered quite well after COVID is coffee shops and just places where you can drop in. But often, many people will go into a coffee shop, put some headphones on. And they're in their own little world, aren't they? Well, we are very good at being singular, aren't yes, we? Yes, yeah, and, yeah. And it's, and it's, you have to be quite brave yeah. um, to reach out and actually say hello to somebody that you don't know. And that's why we put our outreach services in the um, retail and community cafe spaces, because you've already given yourself permission to come in. Yeah. Because you're either coming for a coffee or a cup of tea, or like I say, you know, get yourself a new pair of shoes. Mm. Um but because there's activities happening, mm. you've already given yourself permission to, to engage with it. Mm. And we have wellbeing workers that are available all the time to just help be that segue between mm. the, the stranger into the person that actually mm. sits down and participates. Mm. Because it, the point of what we do is that we don't ask you to have any skills other than just being present. Yeah. And therefore, you develop your own participation as you feel fit for you yeah. at the time and on the day. And yeah. today it might be the day and tomorrow it might not be. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That's a really interesting point because I think one of the things that we can get into the habit of is the assumption that no one wants to talk to us, <laughs> that we've got nothing to offer. Yeah, and that's just not uh, true. And as you say, sometimes just listening makes the difference doesn't it yeah. you don't actually have to contribute much no. it's just asking people about them and their state of yeah and even just smiling somebody and saying yeah, hello yeah, and looking yeah. them in the eye i mean that's what um, i i walk my dogs every morning and i deliberately say hello to everybody i walk past yeah. and well, you're that annoying yeah i person. am that annoying person <laughs> but also i feel such a great boon when actually somebody says hello back yeah yeah you know? and that's right, yeah. and that's a real gift isn't it yeah, and it's yeah. a really simple thing but yes. human beings are never going to not need each no, other no 
No, I was on a bus recently where actually we all ended up talking to each other. Oh, wonderful. It was quite bizarre. And a friend of mine actually was on a long train journey from London to York and he, and he said all four people around the table ended up talking and they're all going to meet again. And he just explained how they all walked off that train absolutely buzzing, mm. having met three new friends. Mm. And it just makes you think how much more we could achieve if we did just spend a few minutes listening to other people. Yeah. And also getting out of our own bubble, because mm. also we might have a nice, strong group of friends, but we tend to socialise mm. with people that all have the same viewpoints and vision as us. Mm. And actually, if you meet a stranger in the street or in the coffee shop mm. or sitting next to them singing, they might have a completely different set yeah. of values. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. doesn't mean they're right and you're wrong, no. but it certainly doesn't mean that you're right and they're wrong. Yes. And actually, if you can listen to each other yeah. and realise that actually they're a nice person, yes. even though you might not like their views, yes. That's the bit we seem to be missing yes. at the moment. Yeah. And again, is that something that you think that over time we've lost? Because once upon a time we would congregate more as communities, maybe in a local village or in a pub, this being an old pub, yeah. you know, or from a church environment or... A, you know, yeah, well, again, COVID has made us sit within our bubbles. Yes. And I think our bubbles have become shields now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're now shielding ourselves yeah. from the outside world. Yeah. And, you know, we I've met so many different people who walk through these doors with totally different views, and they're all lovely. Yeah, yeah. That's the fundamental. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I may not agree with them politically no. or religion or, or socially, but they're all lovely, kind human beings trying to do their best. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So within Suffolk as a whole, perhaps we have a perception that it's actually quite a wealthy county. Oh, it you is, know, in pockets. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and in it's, Ipswich, we've got some extremes, haven't yeah, we? We've got yeah, yeah. Park Road, yeah. and then we've got other areas that, you know, just completely different, mm. that were, were, you know, Victorian slums. Mm. Um, and that... There's a huge range of places, and, and we've got that across the across the county, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we've got lots of incomers that come here to retire. I don't can't blame them. Who mm-hmm. wouldn't? It's lovely. Um, it's still such a beautiful rural, mm-hmm. coastal county. Why would you not want mm-hmm. to live here? But you come here and think that everybody has the sort of income and benefits that you have, and the privilege. Yes. And I'm not talking financial privilege. My privilege is that I've never, I've been, never been hungry. I've never felt unsafe at home, and I've always had a home to go to, and um, a family that's always picked me up, dusted me down, and sent me off again into the world. And that's a privilege that an awful lot of people don't have for a variety of reasons. Mm. And rather than judge them for the fact that they're not fit for purpose, mm. we need to be those mm. safe spaces for them mm. because people will do their best mm. if you let them. Yes. Yeah. But we need to stop telling people that they're wrong yeah. and start asking them how we, they, we can help them to be right. So what do you do in that context in terms of helping because no doubt you can't provide all the services yourself. No, no, and we're not a specialist. We're fundamentally not an advice giver. Yes. We are, we're the, we're the critical friends. We're the yeah. people that befriend you, that you can trust to tell us your woes. Because actually, also, Suffolk people are incredibly resilient. Yes. We don't like asking for help, no. do we? No. And we're not very good at letting people know that we need help. We are very good at helping others, but we never think, 
that's something that we need. Yeah. And where we work is because people are participating in all these activities, they're having chats with us, and they'll tell us something that they've completely normalised. Right. Like, oh, yeah, I, I don't have the heating on yeah. during the day because I can't afford it. Yeah. So it's lovely to come here because I get warm. Yes. Okay, well, that's probably not okay. So mm. would, and we ask them their permission if they would like us to do something about that. But we're not the service that does, but we are the service that will take them to the specialist, like the Citizens Advice or Ipswich Borough Council or your GP and say, these are the people you need to get advice from, but also we then help them act on that advice. Because it's also, it's easy to tell people what to do. It's quite difficult to do it sometimes, mm, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and we're not very good at doing good things for ourselves because quite often it's, oh, well, I'll, I'll sort it out tomorrow. <laughs> so how far can you go with that? I mean, I'm, I hear the term signposting quite a lot. I've just sort of say, talk with these people, but is there anything you can do more than yeah, that? Yeah, so we, we don't just signpost, we go with them. Right. We arrange the appointment, right. we go with them, we sit with them, and then afterwards we say, right, how's that going? Yes. So um, it's because it's a long-term relationship, there's no time frame with anybody that comes to Emmaus. Sure. You don't get a six-week service and then it's, oh, sorry, you yeah, went to six weeks. Yeah. It's, we've got people that have come back to us over the last five years, but the benefit of that is that they've stabilised yes. in their community yeah. and they're not hit a crisis point. Yeah. And the problem with hitting a crisis point is that's when it really starts to cost the public purse. Yeah. Yeah. So we're very much a prevention service of stopping people sitting in the GP surgery mm. or ending up in A&E or losing their tenancy and ending up on the street. We are the people that can help them help themselves. Yeah. So to a degree there's an early warning system yeah. that you put in place that can intervene sooner than when they do end up needing. Yeah, and it's, it's, we help people before they ask for help because they, we, we listen with a critical friend that says, well, that's not really okay, is it? Mm. Would you like to do something about mm. it? Now, sometimes people won't do anything about it, mm. and that's incredibly difficult, yep. but we, we're not responsible for that person no. failing. No. But 90% of the people we work with never actually fall off that cliff edge because yeah. they get the help that they need and yeah, deserve. Right. Christmas is a really challenging time for everybody. Um, it's joyful, but it can also be hugely isolating and difficult. And I would sort of urge all your listeners to think about how they can help their local community. And that might be donating to their local charity. Of course we want you to donate to us, but you've probably got a local charity in your high street yeah. that would benefit from you supporting them in some way. It might be buy something that's secondhand for and family member rather than buying new, or donating your clothing or goods that you don't need. Yeah. So, so just think about that, because your gifting of your, of your things that you just don't need into your local community will only add value to your local community, and that's what we want. We want people to start to be participatory on their street, in their town, mm. and make a difference for the people that they're surrounded by. Mm. Yeah. That's just so important, obviously, with this the whole purpose of this podcast is really just about Suffolk. Yeah, it has money. It's money because that's what you spend, is what you give. Um, and it's what you save, which is my day job. <laughs> but, um, yeah, fundamentally it's about Suffolk and it's mm. about Suffolk supporting other people in Suffolk. Yeah. So, yeah, our local 
good causes and charities and community groups yeah. is a really important thing to consider. And that's, you know, that, that would mean that what you do makes a real difference to mm. your neighbours and that's something really precious. Yeah, yeah, that's really, really powerful. So, um, yeah, so let's just talk through what other things go on here. <laughs> because, I mean, obviously the one thing we mustn't overlook is that this was a place where music, when it in its days as a pub, it was a place where music was performed quite a lot, wasn't it? Yes, uh, it's claim to fame. Um, if anybody's out there that knows um, the Royal Oak from a long time ago, it's um, we had bad manners, bad manners. play here. Um, it's still got the um, noise alarm, um, which even though the coffee machine's going, doesn't go off. But um, the noise alarm in the in the building actually will turn off all the plugs, wall sockets, um, because it's saying that you're too noisy to yeah, be playing yeah, music. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Bad Manners played here in the 80s, so it's, it, that's its sort of big claim to fame. <laughs> yeah, so Buster Blood Vessel yes. probably sang Lip Up Fatty <laughs> yes. while we were here. There we are, we have got it on. We did talk about whether we could get well it done. in. We've done yes. that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, so and the um, can can and all the other hits that they had. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. So it was a scar pub right at the really? end before Amazing. it shut. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fantastic. Yeah. So music is one thing, and we've still got this wonderful sound coming through from the other room. Yeah. So we do two kids and carers groups, um, Wednesdays and Thursdays, and that's free to access for new families in the locality to come and just meet other parents going mm. through the same thing. We and that's just not that's not just mums. We've got lots of dads as well that come um, um, all preschool dads, children dads can feel a bit excluded on some of absolutely things, yeah so that's really good yeah, yeah. and we've yeah, also yeah. got um, storytelling carers so again there's a lot of people doing um, caring roles that might be parenting but it also might be looking after your older parent mm -hmm. or your um, disabled family member mm -hmm. so there's lots of adult carers in the locality and it's a way of just coming out coming and talking about things in a different way mm -hmm. and learning to recognize that you know you've got some capacity to look after yourself yeah and um, we are always looking at new services that people need and all of those services have come from people coming in and talking to us about their needs yes and it's identifying what's what people who are just walking through the door need yeah, our help yeah, with um, and so uh, this time next year, there may be a whole other range of services yeah, that sure. we're offering because sure. the needs may have changed. Yeah, yeah. So carers is an interesting aspect because they're grossly undervalued. Yes. And obviously typically receive very little in terms of compensation for the time they give up. Yes. So is support one of the key things that they, they need? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I just think... Uh, Again, we can't help with supporting them in that caring role, mm. but we can help them as a person mm. to just find a little bit of an escape yeah. to actually give themselves a little bit of time. Because yeah. it is relentless, isn't yeah. it, when you're a, a carer? And we're very good at just getting on with it, aren't we? And, you know, that human beings and Suffolk people's resilience is... A constant wonder to yeah, me, really, because yeah, yeah. we don't complain very yeah, it's much. It's a Suffolk punch thing, isn't yeah. it? You just head down, keep yeah. plodding And on. it really, really is. And, yeah. you know, I'm very proud that um, to be in Suffolk and to work with Suffolk people, but we all need help and we yes. all need little bits of joy in our life just to... And it's a small oasis, a moment of time that just is a little bit of you time. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, that's... Um, 
And how does that, is that on the same time every week so they can allow for, for yes. that within their schedule? So we, we've got, um, it's all on the website, yeah. all our hubs. And so what's the website for your... So www.emmaussuffolk.org.uk and um, also we've got leaflets at every site so you can come along and pick up a leaflet and we've got a Facebook page as well so that we shout about all the things that we're doing all the time and we we build on it so yes we've got those services at the moment so that the storytelling carers we're going to launch it at, we're going to Christmas fair here right. on the is it the 10th and 11th of Christmas fair is the 9th and 10th of um, December and we're going to have two sets of storytelling for all family members um, from um, storytelling carers and it's just a route to kind of engage with looking at the world in a completely different lens and getting out of yourself and thinking about things in a different way. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Well, we're doing remarkably well here that we're still, uh, we've got coffee in the background, we've got, we've now got, how much is that dog in the window? I can hear dogs barking. With real dogs barking, yeah, we're a dog-friendly site and they all love this song, yes. Yeah, so they all join in too, obviously. Crazy. Yeah, so we've got a lovely um, outdoor outdoor space during the summer. We get lots of people with dogs coming and bringing. But but we've, as long as they're well behaved, dogs and owners, then we're very welcome to come yeah, inside yeah. as well. As long as the owners are well behaved. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's great. Very good. So, how do you envisage the future? I always like to sort of conclude with, uh, we are where we are now, and obviously, you're contending with all sorts of issues. Well. We're looking at expanding the office. So at the moment we're open um, five days a week, but what we'd like to do is be open seven days a week. Right. Um, so in the new year we're looking at becoming, um, certainly on a Sunday, offering a way of actually feeding, having a roast dinner offer wow. um, for families. Nice. Because a commitment though, isn't it? It is, but it's, 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 it's building on the community value mm. and, you know, what we find when you break bread with people it changes the way that you talk to each other Mm. and actually what we want to do is make sure that you know you can come along on your own or you can come along with six of you and but actually you're all in the same space and you can all start engaging with each other and if I never need to do any social stuff again we'll always be a cafe Mm. and a retail shop but you know we want to be a place that everybody in the local area feels that they can come if they need just a safe space to be. Mm. And remind us again of where your different sites are. So we're at we're at the the community cafes at the Royal Oak One Seven Five Felixstowe Road. We've got Two One Six Dales Road on the Dales, um, and that's uh, our head office and also our donation points. So if you've got any good quality clothing or household um, goods or furniture. You, we, you can drive there and donate. Um, we've got a house clearance service. We've got Car Street, which is the old co-op, for those yep. of you that remember it. So heading down towards the region. That that's right, yes. Yep. So that's our biggest emporium. Um, we've also got a site on Dogshead Street, which is specifically for furniture. 
Um, and we've got Great Eastern Square in Felixstowe, which we love. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And there's free parking there, isn't there? And the buses and the and the trains get there when they're running. Yes. Um, and so we're Car Street's open seven days a week. Um, the Dales and Felixstowe, and here are open Tuesday to yeah. Yeah. Um, Saturday. Yeah, well, there's a lot going on. Yes, but there's a, but and but it's a great place to be because, like I say, every day that I come in, I meet somebody I haven't met before, and it's just great to hear what's going on for them and for them to be happy to be here. So, just as we conclude, tell us how did you get involved? Oh, I was invited to the board in 2015 <laughs> to join the board. They'd done a lot of fundraising, um, but they hadn't actually done anything with the money. Um, so we started with £10,000 and I went to a lovely board meeting, but I just said, no, you need somebody to do this job. I was working as a consultant for charities at the time, so they asked me if I'd do it as a day rate. And I said, all right, I'll do it for a year and I'll get you started. And I'm still here. <laughs> Meant to know, couldn't quite work out how many years that yeah. is, but that feels like a lot more than a year. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. So, but I, I mean, every year I think that that's, you know, we've, we've, we've got there, but every year something else happens and um, we've got so many great people that need us and great staff and we employ from our volunteer group. So 50% of our staff started out just attending a hub somewhere. Right, yeah, that's lovely. And, it, you know, never thought they'd be able to work, never thought that they'd Fantastic. be as good as they are, and they're all magnificent. Yeah. So, so you've given them those life skills and experiences, they've become more and more yeah. engaged in the process. Yeah, and it's, it's, all about, it's all about the journey, isn't it? And that's, you know, that's the, the um, Good Samaritan story, isn't it? It's, it's, it's not the destination, really, it's the journey that you travel yeah, with each yeah, other. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's, well, it seems like we've uh, reached up for the stars, concluding our conversation. <laughs> Couldn't have planned that better, no, could that I? was very good. <laughs> Claire, it's been really interesting just to see what you're doing here. It's great work, and uh, thanks for the insight. Oh, you're very we welcome. Thank it. you for spending some time with me. No problem. Claire Stadden from Emmaus, a charity doing brilliant work chatting to Colin Lowe. To find out more, just search online for Emmaus Suffolk. There's more about what we do at suffolkmoney.co.uk and please do subscribe to our podcast because we really are blessed to chat to some dedicated, fascinating people. My thanks to the team behind the scenes, that's Joy, Sally and Kevin and most of all, of course, my thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, bye. Thank you.